This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on July 12th, 2022. Good afternoon and thanks for joining us for the Tuesday edition of the WBBM Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Rob Hart. Wall Street is keeping a close watch on Bally's. That's the winner of the Chicago Casino sweepstakes. We'll find out why in our next segment. But right now, the U.S. dollar at a 20-year high. Well, for some, that's not great news. We're joined by Andrew Bush, former chief markets intelligence officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, an economist at andrewbush.com, based here in Chicago. Uh, Andrew, let's first talk about how this happened, a 20-year high. What's making the U.S. dollar dominant right now? Well, clearly, it's uh, Federal Reserve interest rate policy. They've been very aggressive about raising interest rates, and other parts of the world have not been as aggressive, uh, the eurozone being one of them. And that's really what's been driving so much of what's going on. But then again, you also have to add in the Ukraine war and the cutting off of uh, natural gas supplies to Germany and Western Europe. And that has really put the euro under pressure. And now it's at parity with the U.S. dollar. So let's sort of break this down into twofold. Let's first talk about the impact this has on on companies, and then we'll shift gears and talk about the impact on consumers. But from from an economic standpoint and from a purchasing standpoint, this isn't necessarily great news for companies. No, I mean, it's from a sales standpoint, you you really have to look at uh, bigger companies are going to be negatively impacted because most of their sales occur overseas or more of their sales occur overseas. Uh, and, And smaller companies will likely, and ones that are more domestic, Focused will do okay, but you know it depends on where they source, you know, some of their goods from. If they're getting it from overseas, um, it's going to cost them. Uh, you know, uh, it will be a lot less uh, in the sense that the dollar's stronger, so they'll actually do okay. Um, but if they're selling overseas, that's the problem, and that's where you get a lot of people and analysts looking at what companies are doing, how much percentage of sales do they have overseas, and then you know if you see a 20% increase in the value of the U.S. dollar, well, it's a 20% decrease likely in their uh, revenues from those areas of the world. And on the other side of this coin or, or dollar, what does it mean for for consumers to see a, a higher dollar amount of a higher value? Yeah. It means goods coming into this country are generally cheaper, although you have to push back a little bit on that because China doesn't allow their currency to free float. So it doesn't move as much as, say, French, you know, uh, the euro does. So French wines will be cheaper. People who are wanting to go to Europe, that'll be a cheaper trip for them. Also, places uh, like Mexico um, and other areas of the world, it'll be much better for tourists, U.S. tourists. So it, it's kind of a, you know, there's good news and there's bad news with it. The other thing, too, it's on inflation overall. A stronger dollar generally helps inflation. Um, That's a good thing. Uh, So, you know, on one hand, companies are going to be hurt. Their earnings are going to get hit, depending on how much sales they have overseas. But U.S. consumers will generally benefit from a stronger dollar. 
And just briefly, I want to pick your brain. Is this dollar rally something that's going to be short-lived, or is it something we can expect to sort of continue moving forward here? Yeah, I think it's going to continue to move forward for a bit, um, primarily because the uncertainty around the Ukraine war and what that's going to do to energy supplies in Europe, but also because the Fed has been much more aggressive about raising interest rates uh, than other central banks, uh, 75 basis points the last time. So if they continue to do that to squeeze out inflation, you're going to see the dollar remain strong. Thanks so much, Andrew Bush, former chief markets intelligence officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and an economist at andrewbush.com. Coming up, the company behind a Chicago casino facing financial scrutiny. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Wall Street asking a lot of questions about whether Bally's is in the financial shape needed to complete a casino here in Chicago. Let's check in with Greg Hines. He's a columnist at Crane's Chicago business. Uh, Greg, what are some of the concerns here when it comes to Bally's? Well, I want the news news ratio is that uh, two of the uh, big bond rating agencies that uh, issue opinions on uh, on debt, um, uh, Fitch and S&P, have both uh, in the, the last few days lowered their outlook on debt for Bally's. They have lowered the, the rating, but they in effect cleared their throat and said, hey, there may be a problem here, and there's a distinct possibility that down the road we could lower the, the rating. Uh, what they're looking at is something that echoes some of the debate in the city council when it approved uh, Bally's as the casino winner a few weeks ago, and that is that uh, this is a really big project for a company that hasn't built anything like this, uh, that there are lots of things that could go wrong on the cost side with high inflation. Uh, uh, zoning issues, uh, any number of things, and uh, uh, given the given the, the limited financial resources the company had, uh, what the uh, what these two agencies said is this is worth keeping a real close eye on. And this project total, I believe it's it's in the billions with a B, correct? It's 1.7 billion for the whole thing, the casino and the and the related entertainment uh, stuff that would be part of the package. Yes. Yeah, that's no small endeavor, and I think there's also some concern about it being completed on time. Uh, that is also a concern. Um, uh, uh, like I said, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot really wanted this one, and her her financial team uh, testified that they had confidence in Bally's. But uh, stuff like this will not be help. Will not be helpful. Uh, the, the current inflation environment won't be helpful either. The cost of money is going up. Uh, riskier investments, and this maybe is a riskier investment. Are going to have to pay a premium to finance themselves. Uh, so this is, this is by no means fatal, uh, but it is a red flare of sorts. That uh, hey guys, keep a close eye on this. Well, that was sort of my follow-up question, is is how much of a roadmap is Fitch Ratings and it's the S&P with their vote of maybe not so much confidence here in the project? They could be wrong. Oh, absolutely, they could be wrong. Uh, they didn't do anything. They just said that they might do something. Um, I think the, the next one to watch is uh, is one, the temporary casino that uh, is going to be built in the old uh, uh, Shriners Temple on the uh, near north side. Um, how soon that gets up? The city wants that up in a hurry so they can start getting tax revenue. Bally's wants it in a hurry so they can start getting some money in. But there's an awful lot of community opposition. Um, uh, to do that, this all has to go to the Illinois Gaming Board until they say yes, nothing happens. So that's the first thing to watch. How long all that process takes and does it happen in a in the short time frame that the mayor and Bally's want or does it drag on? Thanks. Raise the cost. Thanks so much, Greg Hines, a columnist at Crane's Chicago Business. Up next, an electric vehicle maker celebrating a huge order from a top retailer. 
Discussing the news affecting your money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Walmart has agreed to buy 4,500 electric delivery vans from the company Canoe. It could eventually increase to a total of 10,000. Let's discuss the importance of the deal with John McElroy, automotive industry analyst and host of Autoline.tv based in Detroit. John, this is a big win for a somewhat smaller sized company. Oh, it, it, it's more than that, Rachel. Walmart probably just saved Canoe. You know, this is uh, uh, one of the EV startups, one of the many EV startups. But instead of selling electric cars, it's, it wants to build passenger vehicles and cargo vehicles, you know, passenger vehicles for like shuttles and things like that. But anyway, at the end of the first quarter, Canoe warned all its investors that it was running out of cash and may not be able to survive. But this new order from uh, from Walmart definitely saved the company, and, and the stock just took off on the news. I'm looking at it right now. Canoe, its ticker GoEV, shares up about 66 percent today. That is a, a quite quite the jump. Now, what's and, interesting and today? It jumped yesterday too, so it's up a lot. Right. The other thing uh, that I want to mention is is what Walmart is doing with this, because Walmart's ordered a fleet of of EVs from uh, now Canoe, but also General Motors and, and Ford, and I think it's all part of this sort of massive Massive rollout of, of home delivery. That seems to be the next wave here from Walmart. It is. No, you're exactly right. You know, uh, more and more people are buying online. There's more and more package delivery to homes. But the real reason that these uh, these companies are interested in buying electric vehicles is over the life of the vehicle, the total cost of ownership is going to be substantially below uh, a delivery van with a piston engine in it. Uh, so they're driven by trying to lower their their costs, and you know they want to be green and uh, and look good and all that. But it's all about the bottom line, really. Thanks so much, John McElroy, automotive industry analyst based in Detroit. Still ahead in Travel Tuesday, a strong dollar is good for those trips to Europe. It's currently, though, packed with tourists. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this is chicago's all news station news radio 780 and 105.9 fm the wbbm noon business hour continues Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson in for Rob Hart, and these are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The congressional panel investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol is holding a hearing today. The latest is next in a special report from CBS News. In Travel Tuesday, demand for travel to Europe is so big it's causing problems at airports. And some widely held beliefs about credit cards just simply aren't true. We'll learn the actual facts. WBBM Business, the Dow up 95 points, the Nasdaq off by 8 and the S&P 500 down two points. AccuWeather says sunshine, just a few scattered clouds today with a high of 85 degrees. Mainly clear skies tonight as temperatures fall to a low of 65, then partly sunny tomorrow, a high near 80. It's 1231.
CBS News Special Report. Another January 6th hearing is underway now in Washington with today's focus on extremist groups and their alleged ties to former President Trump. Committee Chair, Mississippi Democrat Benny Thompson. He seized on the anger he had already stoked among his most loyal supporters. And as they approached the line, he didn't wave them off. He urged them on. Wyoming Republican Liz Cheney says we'll get to hear testimony from former White House counsel. You will see certain segments of Pat Cipollone's testimony today. We will also see today how President Trump summoned a mob to Washington and how the president's stolen election lies provoked that mob to attack the Capitol. Florida Democrat Stephanie Murphy. This was the big lie, and millions of Americans were deceived by it. Too many of our fellow citizens still believe it to this day. CBS News Special Report. I'm Monica Ricks. Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. The WBBM Noon Business Hour is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. It's been a seesaw day for stocks on Wall Street. We're joined now by Gary Kultbaum, president of Kultbaum Capital Management based in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Gary, can we make anything of this lack of direction on Wall Street today? Well, the one thing that stands out is oil prices are down $7 today. That is a big drop that, if it sticks, is going to be huge for the consumer going forward. And for a consumer that's been uh, pretty much in trouble over the last couple of months, could be a help going forward. But the, the, the price has to stick. But uh, good to see uh, because, uh, you know, inflation is not a very good thing. Well, and that's certainly something that a lot of companies are fighting right now. I'm curious what investors are going to be watching as we enter a really big earnings season. Guidance. Uh, What's past is past. If companies continue to come out and talk about how uh, expenses are way up and are going to stay up, uh, that's going to be bad news uh, for stocks. Simple as that. Uh, What drives up price to the upside is good earnings growth. If earnings go south, bad news. Uh, And I would suggest right now we are in recession by definition. First two quarters uh, were down quarters. If we have another one, uh, nothing but bad news. Uh, The longer it lasts, the worse it is. And you're seeing it reflect in the market that really cannot get going. Uh, You get get two steps up, four steps back. And until that changes, uh, defense isn't the worst thing. Well, is there a safe haven for investors? I'm thinking about like businesses that that can show that, look, we can survive high commodity prices uh, throughout the earnings season here. Well, I can tell you the safe havens have been the recession resistant areas. There are certain areas that don't even know we're in a bear market. And that's things like and I'm going to bore you now, uh, but (laughs) it's like General Mills and Merck and Johnson and Johnson. These are your recession resistant companies because no matter what the economy does, you got to buy food, you got to have your drugs if you, if you need medicine, uh, and that's been the name of the game uh, over the last two or three months. It, you, it was the energy trade for a while, but that topped out with energy prices in, in about about six weeks ago. Uh, so very, a very thin market, and just to stay very defensive, we will come out of it eventually and have another big, uh, gigantic bull market. It just looks like it's going to need some more time. Circling back to some of the earnings reports, uh, PepsiCo, I believe, is the latest uh, to, to report its earnings. Can you sort of help us break that down and, and what we're seeing there? Well, another name that uh, is very defensive uh, and recession resistant. It's not like it is a dynamic grower. 
uh, earnings and sales are single digits, but it, it stands the test of time right now versus I can, uh, you know, list about uh, 500 uh, uh, high beta growth names that are down 50 to 70 percent. So, again, that is the place to be until this changes. Eventually, it'll be the high beta growth names, and you will find five and ten, uh, ten baggers over the next decade. Uh, but right now, uh, nothing but headwinds for those stocks. And, again, uh, the Pepsis of the world are, are the place to park the money if you're going to be in stock. Another uh, point of note uh, this afternoon, I'm seeing airline stocks have, have a bit of a jump today. Um, more specifically, Delta, United, Southwest, all up more than 4%. Uh, $7 drop in oil prices, simple as that. Uh, the main expense for airlines, cruise lines, which are also up today, uh, as well as travel-related, uh, is energy prices. So you're seeing a nice little bump in them finally. Just keep in mind, they are very close to new yearly lows. They have not been leading stocks, uh, but definitely a good bounce. And you're also seeing it today in what we call the economically sensitive areas, uh, things like Whirlpool and Sherwin Williams and things like that. So definitely a one plus one equals two based on oil prices. Let's hope they stick uh, to the downside because five dollar oil is not good for the economy. Yeah. Now, Gary, any other earnings reports that you're keeping a close eye on this week? Well, this week is all financials. Uh, and they've been dead money also. And we're going to be seeing uh, things like uh, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, PNC Bank, BlackRock Bank of New York, Citigroup, Morgan Stanley. Uh, very interested to see what they have to say. The issue with them is, A, uh, investment banking has been uh, pretty much DOA over the last few months compared to the last couple of years uh, because of the market. And also margins as interest rates come down on the long end but go up on the short end. That's a margin squeeze. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they say in their reactions. That's uh, front and center the rest of the week. Thanks so much, Gary Kulpbaum, president of Kulpbaum Capital Management based in Orlando, Florida. You can find him online at GaryK.com. Up next in Travel Tuesday, Europe being overrun by tourists. The only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Well, it's Travel Tuesday, and Britain's largest airport, Heathrow in London, is asking airlines to now limit its ticket sales. While the strengthening dollar is a win for those traveling abroad, we're joined by Cindy Richards, editor-in-chief of TravelingMom.com, based here in Chicago, to help us understand all of this. Cindy, Europe is apparently the place to be? Absolutely. I don't know if you know anybody who's been in uh, Europe this summer, Rachel, but everybody I know who's gone comes back with stories about the crowds. And, you know, it's actually not unusual. I mean, I can remember pre-pandemic being in um, in the Sistine Chapel, standing literally shoulder to shoulder with other tourists looking up, trying to see the ceiling and, in you know, getting pushed through because they were letting more crowds in. So it's always crowded in in popular tourist destinations in Europe in the summer, but this summer with three years of pent up demand, it's it's over the top. I, yeah, and again, lines are expected, but we're now seeing airports trying to limit the number of passengers traveling through Heathrow. Uh, but the good news is, and this is something I sort of wanted to touch on, is the value of the U.S. dollar. Yes, you may have to fork over a little bit more for that plane ticket, but once you're in Europe, man, your money goes a lot farther. Well, it goes a little farther, absolutely. And I think you see that mostly in the cost of dinner, a cup of coffee, maybe a, a taxi fare. 
um, where you're actually buying things in real time. Most people that are going probably already booked to their hotels and, and had already agreed to pay a particular price. Um, if you booked it in euros and now you're paying in dollars, you're still going to get the benefit. And that's really what you always want to do is if you can in any way when you're already there, make sure you're paying in euros. Um, get get euros out of the ATM and, and use cash so that you're avoiding transaction fees and um, and you're always paying in the local currency to get your best rates. For those of us maybe more on the um, introverted side who have some social anxiety and want to avoid the crowds, is there a better time to travel or is this surge really going to continue moving forward? Well, I think given everything that's happening with the economy and all of the um, challenges with air travel right now, we're already seeing there's a, a you know a, a slight lessening in demand um, going forward. The, the, right now, these are people who ha- who booked a while ago and they are anxious and they're chomping at the bit to go. So if you can wait, if you don't have kids in school and you have the option, I say you know go in the fall. It's a lovely time to be in Europe. The weather's better. The crowds are smaller. Um, book it now. Um, book it at a current rate. You know, with the 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 um, expectation is that the dollar is going to stay strong against the euro and the pound going forward for several quarters. But you can't guarantee that, right? You never know. So book it now at at the rate that you can get it and um, make a good deal. And and then plan to go at a time when the crowds are going to be down a little more. Um, but, you know, all of the same rules we've been talking about all summer still apply. Don't book a connecting flight if you can avoid it. Um, go direct from O'Hare to wherever it is you want to be. And, uh, um, you know, avoid the challenges of flight delays and canceled flights. Thanks so much. Cindy Richards, editor-in-chief of TravelingMom.com, based here in Chicago. Join us at this time tomorrow for Personal Finance Wednesday and still to come, dispelling some credit card myths. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. There are some widely held beliefs about credit cards that are just simply not true. Let's get the real story from Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at CreditCards.com based in New York. Uh, Ted, let's make a little game out of this. I'm going to say a credit card myth. You help us debunk it. How's that sound? Let's do it. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, Number one, carrying a credit card improves your credit score. Carrying a credit card is good, but carrying a balance is a mistake. So that's something that is a good myth to put to rest here. You don't want to carry a balance. You don't want to pay interest. The best way to use a credit card is like a debit card. Pay it in full every month and avoid interest. Okay. What about uh, only needing one or there's only one credit score? We actually all have multiple credit scores. There's the three major bureaus, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. They may have somewhat different information on us. There's also the FICO scale, which is most used by lenders. Vantage score, though, is sometimes used by lenders and more often for some of the free credit scoring sites. Uh, Just like your phone or your computer, there's different versions of kind of the operating system, if you will. So um, different versions that um, they all follow the same general principle, though. So pay your bills on time, keep your debts low, do it over the long haul. All right. Now, this one is for spouses. Your, your spouse's score can impact yours. And sort of a, an addendum to that is that co-signing on a loan won't affect your credit. 
So in general, people have their own individual credit score. If you have joint credit, though, and that could include co-signing or a joint mortgage or, or something like that, then there can be some overlap. But it's also very possible for spouses to have completely different scores because they may have their own credit obligations either from before they were together or or even while they're together. Credit cards, for instance, are usually one person's account and then maybe the other one's an authorized user, but it's not as much of a joint thing. Uh, Co-signing is not really a thing in the credit card world much anymore, um, but it does come into play for other things like maybe student loans or mortgages. Um, that's one that if you co-sign for somebody, you're legally responsible for that debt. So that's actually one that I often advise people to steer clear of because it can go wrong. For a little game of news you can use, thanks for playing Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at creditcards.com. You'll find past programs and later today a podcast of this hour at wbbmnewsradio.com and on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.